everybody welcome to weekly dish on my talk 1071 we're in our second hour and i'm stephanie march i'm stephanie hansen just all the things i'm just gonna start calling myself stephanie's dish i'm just gonna ditch the last name you have to do it did you um phil had a question here did did you do a question today on facebook i didn't okay let's do this because i think (laughs) let's do this okay here's the question what is the best recipe your mom's ever made okay I think that's a really good question. We're kind of celebrating uh, Steph's mom. Hi, mom. The Oma. We have uh, joined. She's joined me in the orphan category. Yes. Which, I I mean, I say that kind of in jest, but it is a different feeling when you're both of your parents are gone. Yeah. And you are fully reliant on yourself. That yeah. is a different feeling and it takes just a little reflection. But my mom's best recipe what's your mom what is it what's your mom's i think it is this thing recipe. called cherries in the snow at tipville and she would make it at christmas time and it's a like marshmallowy meringue crust and then there were those wilderness wild cherries on the top yeah and then it was baked Oh, that's great. Yeah. And I haven't thought about that for a very long time until just now. I Okay, so that is... And it was real good, and it was a special holiday thing. And uh, my dad loved it, too. And do you... Have you... You haven't made it? No, but I'm just thinking about it. And my stepmom has made it for my dad, so I know she's got the recipe. So maybe that's something to make. So mine was <laughs> definitely going to be pound cake. I yeah. mean, it has to be. And some of you guys know, and maybe I'll just find that recipe and... Put, resurface that. I literally think I have it on my website because I think I think you call it Steph's mom's or you yeah. call it Oma's pound cake maybe even. I think it is. Yeah. If you're looking for it, I'm pretty sure I have it there. You guys, it's not easy. It's stephaniesdish.com Because you have to like fold it's definitely in the French way of like you whip the egg whites and then you have to fold them into the batter. Like it's hard to do. Like it takes a little effort. It's not many ingredients. It's simple and it's in but the construction of it. But the key of it to me is that it really is a best the next day. Like it wants yeah. to sit in the refrigerator overnight. And I'm thinking about making it for a friend for tomorrow. And I was like thinking I should do that tonight. That feels like a way to like kind of both honor her and like also honor someone who, you know, a friend who is kind of also in a down place. And yes. that's like a good thing. So I would say pound cake, but I would also say, um, did we talk about the tuna salad thing before? We remember when we Ellie just, was asked what her mom's rest. She said the tuna salad that I make from cafe at lifetime. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> like, well, okay. Okay. But honestly, I was thinking about this. I think I was talking with someone else about how when my mom was uh, in the time that she would um, go to school. So in high school after the divorce and she had to go back and earn her, CPA degree she was going to night school and so it was um 
Uh, so she would like work all day while we were at school. She would meet us at home and either like start a recipe or start something or start. And then she would say like, all right, I'm going to, I got to go to school and she'd be gone until like 11. And then, but so like she oftentimes, and we were, we were kind of broke. I'm not going to lie. And she would take uh tuna salad and she would make tuna salad for dinner, but she'd put it on this giant butter leaf and put little like capers on the top. And it was fancy. And it was like this giant <laughs> butter leaf salad. clamshell of a ball of tuna salad. And I think now, and I'm like, God, that was literally like all we could. I mean, we couldn't afford much. You sure. know what I mean? And but was, she took the time to make, to make it, it something. And then she left. And then it was yeah. just like, that was like, so I, I think about that always when I eat tuna salad. I think about putting it on a big leaf of lettuce <laughs> and garnishing it with some capers. Yeah. Or, yeah. But I mean, and so, but the other thing with the kids, they've also decided that the peanut butter blossoms were her thing. And during Christmas, and we she have did our grandma's for recipe for that. She didn't, yeah. That's nothing that she came up with or anything that was like, you know, like that was, she did it because she knew we loved them. And so she kept doing it. Maybe it was also because my ex-husband liked it, and she kind of just kept doing it then for the kids How afterwards. did she make them? Are they chocolate-covered peanut butter balls with Rice Krispie no, no, in I'm them? No, I'm talking about the kiss in the peanut butter thing. Oh, the peanut butter cookie the blossoms. blossoms yeah. yeah. And so there kind of was this agreement that, like, who's going to pick it up this year? Like, there was a discussion in the house of, like, who's, all right, who's on it? Like, already we were discussing who has to do that. Yeah. So that's funny. Yes. All those things. And now, yeah, and I think we all... You know, she kind of didn't want to cook in the end. You know what I mean? Like the last couple of years, she's sort of been like, you guys do it way better than I. Why would I do any of the cooking? You know? And so the one thing we all laugh about is that her Thanksgiving, I'm, someone's going to have to make the salad, which is just, I've talked about it here. Pomegranates, grapefruit, and avocado in a salad with like a light vinaigrette. Yum. That was always it. So crazy. All right. Okay. So that leads us to our top, top two. two. Hour two. Give him the old one. Okay, so I guess we're going to talk about a couple things that we're obsessed with. So you go first, because I'm going to have to think of some stuff. Okay, <laughs> so I had the opportunity to do a book signing at the Social Kitchen and Libations, which is at Macy's Ridgedale. Okay. And it's it's reopened. Yeah. So their restaurant was closed for a long time yeah. and it's reopened. It's got a really lovely outdoor patio. It's fresh and light in there. They have like a coffee service and a bar where you can get coffee and scones and that. But they also have dinner and lunch and the popovers are back. So the big Dayton's Marshall Fields popovers that you used to love that are now Macy's popovers are there. They also have, do you remember the Dayton's Mandarin chicken salad? Yes. That's there and it's delicious. It's with the wonton crisps. Um, The wild rice soup is back. So some of those just traditional, the meatloaf that they make with the pine nuts and the spinach, Mm -hmm. they have it in a slider version. So it was fun to revisit some of those favorite dishes from when I worked at the Boundary Waters restaurant a hundred years ago in a restaurant that's fresh and new and serving cocktails and total nostalgia, but yeah, also delicious, you know. just delicious food. It was great. That's so, so it's cool. reopened. Okay. I'm going to give you the fact that uh, just before I had to leave the scene, I did get a taste of the new tender loving chicken food truck. I did write a little bloggy up about, uh, Kez, uh, who is running this new truck, and he's 
doing it with uh, Billy Sushi, but they're this red truck around town. You probably have seen some of the socials now. Tender Love and Chicken. And it is, um, they're doing chicken tenders with fried rice as a side. Yum. Like, that's the that's what you're getting from this truck. And I gotta say... Almost like, what's that pork omak? Is it... Like... Or katsu. Katsu, yeah. 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 And I gotta say that the... the So, Kez used to be part of Chicks, CHX, uh, you know, and they had, uh, like, southern fried, like, really hard, you know, thick battered chicken tenders. And I kind of was like, yeah, these are... I mean, I get there's people who love these, but it was never my bag. Now they've switched to this panko crusting, and it is... So light and so crispy and so good. Yum. I was a big fan. Like, if I'm thinking about the fried chicken that I want, obviously I want, like, real fried chicken. But then if I want tenders, I want panko. And with the fried rice, I was like, why am I not having this? This should be the side. Yeah, that sounds delicious. So that's tender loving chicken. You can chicks and you can see it around. Uh, you can They're in North Loop a lot, I think. Okay. So there's that. Someone asked a question the other day. And actually, I'll just get to this and I'll ask you after, after the break. Okay. Uh, my second is a watermelon flavored bootlegger from Tattersall Distilling in a can. Okay. Loved it. Done. Just done uh, done. someone handed me one on the boat the other day and I was like, oh, this is a new flavor I haven't had of Tattersall's ready to drink cocktails. And I was like, and it's watermelon and it's a bootlegger. Bye. Okay. Loved. Um, P.S. There's a watermelon margarita. There's a watermelon margarita being made at Revival in St. Louis Park. Oh, boy. Just saying it. I might have just to saying go there. It. You might go. Um, okay, my last one is going to be Belcour at 50th and France. Yeah. And, bef- and again, like one of the last things I did a couple weeks ago was to take, and I'm going to put a thing up about it. You're going to see it. I took a croissant class. Like I did oh. a croissant making class. And Fun. we talked through it. And Katie Elsing, who is, you know, the bakery pro there, showed uh, showed me how to like roll things and do these little cardamom knots. And they're going to launch classes. They already have the Love ones it. that they already have are filled, but they, they are going to launch more in July. I'm telling you guys, it is worth it to just have your hands on some of that dough and to learn how to roll. You're not going to laminate like they're doing the laminating for you, which means the layering with the butter. Oh, my God, though. So delicious and so worth it to understand it. I love it. Yeah. So I'll you'll find more about that later. Um, but I just wanted to shout that out as a good thing. All right. Let's take a break. Let's take that break. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Um, we did put a question up on the Facebook page about what's your mom's best recipe. So we'd love to see what you guys want to add into that if you want. Um, that'd be fun. I have one more. Okay. Of my mom, yeah. and then I found a funny story about it. Yeah. I was gonna write it and put it in the cookbook for the True North Cabin cookbook. It's a meatball that's a barbecue meatball. Yeah, and it has like a tomatoey, vinegary sauce and onions in the sauce, and then like this meatball, but it's barbecue flavor ish. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and I asked my sister, who she's the one who kind of had most of the knowledge of what my mom cooked. And she goes, well, yeah, that recipe is in the Better Homes and Gardens cookbook. I'm like, it is? So, yeah, like, so a lot of what my mom cooked was from the cookbook. Sure. And so these things that I'm like, how are we going to recreate mom's barbecue? She's like, like, you're just going to open up the book. (laughs) She was so funny. And sure enough. Sure enough. So I will find that recipe and post it because it is a good one. And she would serve it with mashed potatoes. Well, it's the same thing with like the bourbon balls from my Nana. You know, everyone, and everyone's like, oh, where? I'm like, if you actually, if you Google (laughs) bourbon balls, they're everywhere. Same recipe. Like it was pretty much the same thing. It's fine. Um, But anyway. Okay. We were before the break talking about something and I just, you were talking about croissants. Oh, that's it. Okay. And I saw something cool. Okay. 
uh, I saw a TikTok, of course, of a uh, crescent dough. Yeah. And they pressed um, violets into it and flipped it over and then rolled that up and then baked it. And did it work? They're they're gorgeous. They're mm. so sweet. Oh, really? But you could do that like with a laminated dough. If yeah, you, you could. If you were a pro. It would be delicious. Oh my God, it would be so good. For like a bachelor or not a bachelor, a like wedding or a shower or... Could you put fruit in a croissant? I don't think so. It's too heavy. Like... It depends. Yeah. I mean, you could put roasted t- strawberries for sure. Yeah. We did also make the pan de chocolat where you like take the chocolate bar and you just wrap it around the dough around it. And I was like, that's that's too simple and it's too magical. You know what else, too? What? They have those at Trader Joe's Frozen. Oh. And, and then you, you just... buy them and you let them sit out overnight and they rise and then you bake them. What? They're fantastic. Oh. Ellie brought them to the lake once and oh, I you've was talked giving about her the side eye. This. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you can You're... go ahead and give me that side eye until you eat one. These are like real French pastry, mom. And they were excellent. Oh my so God. I'll put a link up for okay, that, do that too. Um, so guess what, you guys? We are not going to be here again next weekend. Sorry. <laughs> it's the holiday. This is just a hot dip in for all of us because uh, we are going to have the holiday next weekend. So that's going to be a replay. But I did want to quickly talk about some 4th of July eating because I think, you know, shockingly, that's just coming right up. Yeah. We're going to have it. the True North Cabin Cookbook. You have all the recipes you, have, you need. You have everything you need and more. But in case you don't, um, there are some other things. I don't know. I feel like that's like... I don't know if you remember this, but like Fourth of July is just it's a weird holiday for me because I used to have a house with a pool. So everyone would want to come over. Yeah. But it's also that thing of like it's a full day thing. Like people want to come swim during the day. But then you're like, but we have to make it till 10 p.m. tonight. So the day drinking game is rough. Yeah. And then you're like, also, I don't know if I want to go out. You know, last year was the anniversary of the strike down of Roe v. Wade. And I was absolutely just not feeling good about not anything. feeling super American. Not at feeling that point. <laughs> loving towards that. So for me, that was a problem. But so I've just had always had weirdness with the 4th of July. And what's even funnier, not to make the show entirely about my mom, but like she was not. You know, she was a naturalized American. She liked to say that she was an alien to like every all my friends when I was a kid. They really thought she was. And um, and uh, she was like she would just she didn't like fireworks. So she would just like turn her light out and go in the basement and watch a movie, which I might do. This yeah. Year. I don't well, know. And the, I'm not a firework person because I'm always afraid of starting our island on fire or someone hurting themselves. So I'm not really big into the fireworks. But 4th of July has always been at the cabin. Lots of people come over and I just cook tons of food. Tons of food. And I I would love to have almost like that where there was like a thing we did and a place you went. And that was what you did. I just it has not happened. And this is the year where I'm not going to have that because I don't think Ellie's coming because she's got to work. And Dolores and Kurt are up. But. There's that's three of us. Our other couple that we would always hang out with, one is in assisted living and the other one can't go to the cabin anymore because it's too challenging terrain. Yeah. And like, we don't have any friends coming. Okay. So this might be like an interesting year. Yeah. Cause we always make like a couple pies and I've done fried chicken. We always have Janice's potato salad. I'll have like a corn skillet. Like I've done the, I have a recipe for a blueberry no-bake uh, cheesecake. 
I, you know, the red, white, and blue cake. I know, the red, white, and blue cake. You know, I'm obsessed with the Ina Garten and Martha Stewart red, white, and blue cake. The making of it is more important than the actual thing. Yes. Okay. But all of those things are going to be different. So I don't. I don't know what I'm doing this year. Okay. I haven't really even thought about it that much, which is also weird. Maybe we make a plan. We reset. Maybe next year I will come to your cabin. Okay. On the 4th of July. All right. Not this year. Okay. Next year. Um, Also, I was just thinking as we were talking that I, in the van, have sausages for you that I've been carrying around for like a month. Well, that worries me. And they're in the van. That um, actually worries me. (laughs) They're in the freezer. Okay. But I brought them, like, I got them from my house to the van because I was going to bring them to you today, but now I forgot. So, and yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you are going to embrace, there's some other things you could be doing for, like, fun. What would you make? So, I just found this recipe for watermelon Amaro Pops. Look at this. Easy to make pops of fresh watermelon with a touch of orange liqueur for popsicles. Yum. And I was like, I would do that. I w- actually, I would totally make popsicles. I haven't made popsicles in so long. That might be a fun thing. A boozy I mean, popsicle. A boozy popsicle would be great. And then that also, but it does take longer to freeze those. Um, here's another thing that looked so, I'm sort of over the watermelon with feta thing. Yeah, and mint. And, oh, it's tasty. Yeah, so this one was interesting. Grilled watermelon with halloumi. Halloumi is a great grilling cheese. Uh-huh. But I don't know. Like, are you over watermelon with the savory, like the weird ricotta salada or the, I just, the salty with the watermelon is, is great, but it's also... Here's how I feel, though. Like, I have a recipe that's grilled avocado guacamole. Yeah. And when someone said you could grill avocados, I turned my nose up at it and thought it was not fun. And then we did it. And I was like, oh, actually, this is pretty good. That's how I'm feeling about watermelon grilling. Okay. It doesn't sound awesome to be heating up watermelon. Like, is that going to be good? Peaches are great grills. Love. That's, that's what, what I was going to tell you about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, you know, the s'mores, peaches with the grill. That's, peaches with peaches goat cheese, great. a little honey yeah. on an arugula salad with a well, dusting of pistachio. Boom. It's the state fair. Yum. It's the state fair. Yeah. You know, um, can I ask you this? Uh, I see a recipe here for something called strawberry lemonade angel pie. Have you heard of this? No. I bet it settles and there's layers. It's made with a meringue pie shell. It's a pie shell that's meringue, and then you put in. Um, I yeah, mean, don't have you ever thought of that or done that? I mean, it's kind of like a reverse pavlova. It is. I just have never like I didn't think of it as ever as a pie shell baked until crispy, and then you put your stuff in, and it's of course a gluten free way to have a piece of pie. You, you know? know, there was a company that did these called Better. Berry Pie Company, and oh, she really? just announced that she's going to be going out of business, which is too bad because she was at the farmer's market and they were pie crusts made of meringue and they were pretty delicious. I think this is something I might try to do because I don't know. That seems interesting. You know what's I think having a moment that's going to make you laugh is I think that strawberry pretzel crusted pie is having a moment. Okay. So you make a pretzel crust, pie crust, yeah. and then fill it with like a strawberry pie. Okay, let's explore that. Yeah. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, and we're going to just talk about more things. <laughs> well, we got to talk about Padma. Well, yeah, well, that's true. Okay, we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. I haven't given the weather report. I was just thinking about this. Other than Lexi's awesome weather reports, mine are more of a psychic weather report, which is, <laughs> it feels kind of weird out there. <laughs> it's kind of hot. It's kind of sticky, but it's also maybe going to rain, maybe not going to rain. I don't know. I know. It's going to just be like yesterday. Did it rain here a little bit? I think it did. 
A little bit. It did rate. Yeah, when I got home, I got, I got the plane at like four. And then I think around five or five thirty, it rained a little bit. All right. I don't know. Um, I do think that uh, I feel bad for any of the grad parties that are kind of happening today. Yeah. And such. Uh, we did have a note from Janine. See if I can read it. Halloumi salad with cantaloupe, cucumber, and a mint vinaigrette is a wonderfully refreshing change from the watermelon salad. I am down for that. Okay. All right. I think that sounds the cantaloupe, cucumber, and halloumi. Yes. I love this. All right. Good idea. Um, okay. I'm going to give you some just dribs and drabs of things that have happened in the food world that I have wanted to talk to you about that we're missing from our lives because we weren't here together. Okay. Assuming I can find them. Okay. First of all, Padma Lakshmi is leaving Top Chef. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I think it will be a very different show without her. She is the heart of that show. Have you been watching that show? I do. I still watch it. I know it's not like it was, but I still watch it. And she is leaving. She's part producer. She's the series host. She's been she's, a judge. Yes. Um, she's going to focus more on her show. And Taste the Nation is the name of her show, which is also good. Yeah. It's a great show. Um, it may be just be time to be done with this. Competition shows in general for food kind of bug me. I liked Top Chef because I just always liked that one in yeah. particular. And there's one called The Level or The Restaurant, the one where it's based on a Korean show that Jason really likes that I think I'll still watch, but I haven't yet. I, I like her, and I think it will change the dynamic of the show because who's Gail can't carry it? She Tom Calicchio, no. See, I, I this is really interesting to me because as much as I do love Padma and I like her stuff, she's never been the force for me. It's Gail. Okay. Gail has always been my, you know, well, maybe because she's an editor and like, I feel Gail's like, really good at TV too. Yeah. And like, and she said, and it's not because anyone is more insightful than the other. Just Gail has always sort of been to me like, you know, I don't know. She's been she the did, center of Gail it. did Top Chef. Remember they had the baking show that was very short lived or the dessert show. Maybe. Gail was the host of that. So I have to say that I am not, um, I, I watched, I dipped back in for Justin's season, Justin Sutherland's uh-huh. season. And then I think I watched the one after that, and then I've and then I lost it again. All right, I, I didn't go back. Uh, here's just again, we're just doing what I would like to call Stephanie's dribs and drabs, yep. just little things about the food world. Okay, the Bear season two started June twenty second. It dropped all ten episodes. Okay, and Hulu, or you can watch on HBO Max too, which is not H. It's Max now. I don't think you can. I think, I think you can. It's only on Hulu. Okay, I think I'm not wrong about that, but okay. I could be. We'll check. Um, can you watch the bear on Max? In any case, Carmi comes back. I don't know much about it. I did watch the trailer. The whole um, thing is that they're changing the the beef into uh, a restaurant, obviously a finer restaurant, something. And everyone's involved. I'm kind of excited. I'm very, very excited for it. Okay, you're right, Stephanie. It's Hulu only on Hulu. Yeah. So you have to buy Hulu, guys, or just do a free preview or whatever. But it's. I think the good thing is that all 10 episodes dropped at the same time. And so you can just binge the whole thing if you need to. Yeah, and then you can drop it. Yeah. Um, I uh, actually had reached out to them uh, last month about getting a a preview of it because I wanted to write some content around it. And they were like, nope. Oh! (laughs) They're like, nope, we're not giving anyone, you know... Exclusive access. Yeah, which sometimes I just reach out to see if, you know, you can get an embargoed thing, but... yeah. They said no, so... All right, so that's ready. All 10 episodes dropped. Okay, that's good to know. Yep. Uh, did you hear about Ina Garten being hacked on Facebook? No, I really, this, I just was like, oh, poor Ina. 
Um, so what happened is, is all of a sudden her page started reposting stock images of pie slices and a dupe recipe for Olive Garden pasta. And then they followed up with some copycat (laughs) recipes from the Olive Garden and she had been hacked. Oh my God. Um, there was a jello salad (gasps) recipe that was posted. Amazing. And it was also, um, it took like a couple days of this just weird posting and fans apparently knew right away they like did. that she'd been hacked. Yeah. But she said, thanks to everyone who alerted me that my Facebook page was hacked and to Meta for helping us get our page back, which they don't help anyone no, else. No, they surely don't help everybody else. Um, she said, I will continue to post my favorite recipes here and read all of your wonderful comments. Thank you. Okay. So I just was like, salad oh. as that being like a as being like a hacked thing is sort of sad that it's like you know they changed her profile to to a picture of pie. Oh, okay. Um, all right. If you are a Top Chef watcher, yeah, I might. I'm going to post this on the show page because there's an oral history of Top Chef over the last 17 years. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, that takes you through some of the chefs and where they are now and how they've changed like the whole restaurant scene. And remember like when top chef started, it was one of like the first competition food shows that was serious. Oh yeah. So it really changed the genre. And I do think because we're on this writer's strike, get your TV fill now friends, because yeah. we are not going to have good TV. No, that strike has already been a couple months. It's going to be 2025 before we're back to any scripted series, unless this thing gets resolved. Wow. So that's two years, because it takes a long time to make TV. Yeah. Yeah. So any shows that, like, we're going to go back to this dearth of reality, like, everything is a reality show. Oh, I'm going to hate that. Yeah. So we're going to have to really expand our horizons and just start watching Korean and British television. Which is fine. I'm okay with that. Um, all right. Have you heard about the donut situation? Which donut the donuts situation? from every state? And here's the most popular donuts. Oh, really? It's basically clickbait, but yeah, they all are. Um, guess what they say is Minnesota's most popular donut? Uh, maple bacon. No, but that's a good guess. I know, right? The old fashioned donut. Oh, that's like so the plain boring. Jane. That is someone who assigned it to us because they decided that that's what we completely. Should be I'm like nobody lame. even eats these dried up little balls. I mean, no, of I do love an old fashioned donut, but do you? That's the only kind of. I mean, I like a. I could classics. I don't go in for the big. Yeah, that's what it is. Just the classic. I like a classic. Alaska, Hawaii, Illinois, Idaho, and Missouri are old fashioned in their donut choices, and who can blame them? Cake donuts without yeast. This is what some people prefer. Oh God! That was the tech, the copy. Okay, it was so probably they, written that by was someone AI. who was so sick of like <laughs> trying to find a reason to make something sparkly sounding, and just was like, "I'm going to put all of these states together." Ah, uh, yeah, that's so fine. That's basically. I would say maple bacon is us. I don't know why. I it could be because we are a pork producing state and we are a maple syrup state. Like, but also that's the one that when like the donut boom started and people started getting crazy about Remember donuts. Monkey. Oh my God! Is Moho? that place? Mojo Monkey Donuts. Yeah, I wonder if they're still yeah. open. Um, I'm going to look. They just was like, but there was also just so much. Uh, that was a good donut. Yeah, there was a lot of that. And I just like, that's Oh, yeah, fine. they're still open. Actually, I don't know why. they had it at Angel Food Bakery. On West 7th Street. Yeah. And they have new offering, new delivery. Okay. National Donut Day. People love the donuts. 
But I think that the donut fascination has waned. Like, I just think that, like, sort of that culty moment where there was, like, I mean, you know. It'll come back. It'll come back. Well, there's. It's one of those things that'll cycle through. Well, it's also sugar, so it's, like, addicting, so you're never going to get rid of it. (laughs) Okay. If I said to you, what would be an iconic Minnesota food? What would your response be to that? Well, I mean, you have so many that are like, it depends on if you're looking backwards or forwards. I think if you were going to say hot dish, that feels like what we're supposed to all say. But I would also say Juicy Lucy. and That is what we're known for, mostly. I'd also say Lefsa, which is a thing. Um, I'd also say... um, uh, Gosh, I did a whole flipping service package about this, you guys. Um, Does pickle pizza make Pickle pizza. Yeah. Or pickle roll-ups, girlfriends. Yep. Are you reading this off of a thing? Uh, Uh, Okay. You didn't mention wild rice. Wild rice soup. and Wild rice or wild rice soup, for sure. Um, I'm not going to say corn dogs, because that's not really us. No. We feel it, but it's not us. What I would not say cheese curds, because that's Wisconsin. What about uh, Ludafisk? I mean, that's... Gross. Well, but it's also a thing that the majority of humans don't eat. I know. It's like this iconic... Like, it's like a, you know, it's like a ghost food or something. Like, people only have these dinners and things, but it's like, and they feel like they're supposed to know about it, but the majority yeah, of most humans people have haven't eaten, eaten it. That. How about a jello salad? Does yes, that feel I love Minnesotan? a jello salad, and I love that idea, too. But again, these are, I would say these are thoughts of, like, what we were, but the state of the way that we eat today is not the same. Correct. Also, I think it's kind of like a list of what people think we are. Exactly. What about porchetta, though? Porchetta is a real thing. Because that is like on the Iron Range is where totally that seasoning. Thing. Totally a real thing. Um, let's see. Another one that's on this list that I didn't really get. I mean, bunt cake I do get because yeah. Nordic wear. Totally, we're totally that. But that's like cake. there are 30 million bunt pans, you know, across the country. So it's not like it's just us. Yeah, no. And that did originate here. Uh, a weird one is hot dago. Yeah, that's that, they have that on who this, is this list. Who's this list? I'm not going to tell you where because oh. you're not going to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, that is apparently the because origins. Of well, the origins could be from uh, the Italian restaurant uh, Digidio's has been having a hot dago since the 30s. Okay, so I don't know. I don't know. It's there. The Digidio's is still open. Uh, and also very good to go if yeah. you like a good, just spicy red sauce. Yeah. Um, Cosetta's has a, a hot day go too. And, and is Dusty's. that like even Dusty's okay bar. to say anymore? Well, it is now, but yeah, it Dusty's. wasn't. It kind of is and it isn't. It's very, it's very polarizing. There's some people who think that it's not a big deal, but most people don't even know that it is supposed to be sort of a ethnic slur against Italians. Well, and also like I really have struggled and I, maybe we've talked about this, but I like, oh, Asian chicken salad, Asian slaw. Like, I don't really think They're you not. should be saying Asian anymore like but it's, that. Because it's also not. Because <laughs> <laughs> they did not make mandarin orange chicken salad. Let me be clear. Okay. That's not that from Asia. That's reason. But soy sauce? <laughs> fermented beans? Yeah, yeah. But I that's, mean, yeah, but that's I an, that is not but so nowhere. Sh- is we can't say Oriental chicken salad, and no. do we still say Asian? I'm saying like ingredient, like I'll say like sesame slaw. Like I'm right. just gonna not say Asian 
Chicken I wish we could say Asian American or like Americanized or I don't know. I don't know. We're going to figure this out. Yeah, because no one's like you and I don't have to figure it out. Somebody else. Does, no. And then yes, we'll just follow but it. I just in my recipes, I'm like, I'm not going to be calling things Asian anymore. No. We got to take a break. OK. And then we'll be right back. <laughs> God willing. Well, thank you to everyone for joining us today at the Weekly Dish. We've had a great random day. <laughs> And we, we just discovered during the break there might be a coup. We just happening totally in Russia. That was like, just came. Besides strawberry lemonade, angel pie on our minds, we are also wondering what's going on in Russia, and that was sort of an interesting moment. Um, especially, uh, yeah, when things are kind of happening around you and you're on the radio. Um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lot of stuff this weekend. This is apparently a giant weekend of. The last weekend in June, besides Pride, which is happening all over the place. Hoping everyone stays dry for the parade tomorrow and all sorts of stuff. Absolutely. The My Talkers will be out there yep. on the float. We are, we will not be, but they will be they out will there be waving there. to you. We weren't invited this year. No, you know. <laughs> We're just the weekend folks, which That's is fine. Right. Um, but uh, you can celebrate Pride in the park. Yep. Uh, both of the parks. So even the Walker side has a bunch of activities. Yeah, There's they extended the it this year, which yep. is nice. The wine dabbler is happening on Sunday. It's canceled. Oh, it is. So they're just doing the beer dabbler. Is yes. it because it got because of the rain or because no, of just it just didn't work. I don't think it was very okay. well ticketed. Oh, okay. I think when you have people mostly love the beer dabbler and that was like their thing. Yeah, it was. It, I missed that it was canceled. I'm sorry. Yep. Okay. Um. So that happened. And there are a lot of Pride events, and you can obviously, um, I think there's a timeline of events on my talks website. Yeah. Also, and remember, Guy Noy is right off the park. And we have not talked about that. I have talked about it a lot. You just haven't been here. Okay. Cause it was <laughs> real good. I know. Loved. I know. I am thrilled that that place is open. Yep. That the park has it because it's, I love the park and it feels great to get back to that side of town. Yep. The, the rooftop was great. The food was delicious. The service was excellent. The spaces it's were beautiful. Fun. And I love that it's, I know that it's, it's hardwood because it's like, you know, you have to maybe wait in line because there's, you know, not necessarily, it's no reservation. So it's first come, first serve. And it's been pretty popular. But I'm just saying, I kind of like not having to think like, well, I'm never going to get in. I like the fact of thinking like, okay, I'm going to go. And I might sit in the park. I might sit in the park for an hour before I get my reserve, before I get my table. That's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm I kind of like, I know some people don't like reservation, not not having a reservation. Like they want to know. They want to know. I but get it. I like having a mix because sometimes you don't have a plan and then Most you know times. places where you can go. Yeah. So it's like, oh, well, we can just wait and plan to wait. I hate driving to a place and then being like, they're like, no, we're sorry. We're all booked up for the night and you can't sit at the bar because we've booked the bar seats. And I'm yeah, like, oh, I don't like that either. well, now I have to go drive somewhere else. Whereas I would rather like take my chances. Yep. You know, and yep. like have to wait a little while. I love, I don't mind waiting for things. Me neither. And that's, sea salt. Sea salt is, well, in fact, I was just oh, talking to someone so who said good. they had a great experience in line. Just, and I was like, why can't we have that everywhere else? Why can't we take the sea salt moment that we all sort of have agreed to like accept? We are like fully understanding that that's a part of the experience. Yes. And let's move that acceptance to other places that we stand in line. I think what I love about the sea salt line is a, they make it very easy to get a beverage while you're waiting in the line. So there's other, you don't have to wait to get the beverage. You can go to the cart. There's other opportunities to get a beverage while you're waiting. And then it's like this communal line experience. Yeah. And you know, there's dogs and people. And so you always meet fun people that you're talking to in line. 
I think the line is like so much of it is the expectation and just knowing what to plan for or yes. knowing what to expect. Yes. When you expect it, it's like, oh, okay. Like when you go to TSA and it's, you know, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, I got to wait in this line. I, it's not that big of a deal. I literally was just like, it was so funny to stand in the line at, in Seattle TSA, which was long. And I just kind of was like, this is just what we're all doing. Yeah. Like there's no, and there's, there was one guy who was just huffy. Well, actually it was at the hotel that I stayed at before I flew out, but there was one guy who was like so huffy and he was just making it miserable for everybody. And I thought what's really funny is we're just standing here. Like we're just, everyone's on their phones or they're chatting with their family. Everyone's like fine, except for this one dude who is mad that he's just not getting what he wants. And he made it miserable for everybody. And I thought, can't we all just like not, (laughs) can we just be chill? Creep. I know. And I wanted to yell at him. He got in the elevator with me later. And I was just like, I took everything in my power to not be like, dude, you just, Totally made it harder for everybody because of your like special privilege. Yeah. But I didn't. I was in a good place. All right. There I'm happy is. about that. Okay. Are the peaches in yet? No, I think they're coming. Because I saw Pluots. You did see them. Are you plum and Pluot and I'm a plum. Plotties, I want whatever. plums. The- cold, cold plums. I want them in the fridge and then I want them in my face. Cold. Cold plums. Are okay. Everything. So it's a thing. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, and nectarines or tangerines, like, yeah, the stone fruit that's coming out. Remember this? A couple years ago, I made a slaw out of stone fruit, that, but when it was unripe. Like, you know how sometimes you get yeah. an unripe one, and it's like a nectarine, and you're like, oh, it's just... I don't I remember this, but it oh sounds delicious. I made it in the in the Orno house, and I remember, um, I think I have a post somewhere. I should find it. But this slaw, I would never thought about that, like match sticking up your, your really hard stone fruits when yep. they're not ripe yet. And then tossing it with some fennel. And then I think it had, and I put it on with some blue cheese on top of a fried chicken sandwich. And I was like, what is this? Oh, that's And I good. read it somewhere. I'd read somewhere. Someone's like, use your unripe stone fruit for slaw. And it just, I can't remember where I found that. Recipe. I think I would take that in a, like a fish saucy direction. 100%, with mint and peanuts dude. Or- 100%. And then put that on like a banh mi for sure. Like that's a summary version of that with salmon. How about this? Put that on cold noodles. Have you done cold noodles? I've been thinking a lot about cold noodles. I like I like those peanut buttery noodles, kind of cold. But like I don't want, and that's the thing is I don't want just peanut butter noodles. Like I've been doing like a large thing of angel hair pasta, and then letting cooking it through, letting it get cold, you know, or just like cooling it off, and then tossing it with. Uh, like green onions and a little bit of not even soy, but like green onions and um, lemon and basil and mint. Huh. That's it. Okay. And olive oil. You know what I mean? And it's sort of like just because like, why are we always it's weird. Like I have this mental thing of pasta salad. Like you think of pasta salad. And just the way pasta salad, salad with your short it, like salad, like your salad spinner. With short fat pasta and like all the meats and stuff in it, but we don't think of these long noodles necessarily as a cold option. Yeah, I do a peanut noodle that's cold. Yeah, I and never. with like scallions and mint and yeah, I haven't had it in a long time though. That kind of sounds good. I know, or just even like a little pesto dressing. I mean, this is like yeah, do a little do light a pesto, pesto with lemon and basil leaves, and then throw some cherry tomatoes in there and eat that because I eat it out of my fridge for leftovers anyway. So why not start it cold? These Yum. are thoughts I have. <laughs> and can are, is asparagus season officially over? Mine has kind of gone to seed. I think so, but okay. you can still get it. Um, That's it. We're done. Pickle radishes, two friends. Okay. See you guys in a couple weeks. Yeah. Ciao, well, ciao. Have a great 4th of July. <laughs> Thanks for being with us today.